0: And welcome to Tea Time. This is a weekly pop culture podcast on the Ringer Podcast Network. I'm Liz Kelly. I'm Kate Halliwell,
1: and I'm Amelia Wademeyer And today we're checking in with best and worst dressed of the week, uh, Bridget Jones's Diary, and <laughs> Raccoon
0: versus Woman. Sure. <laughs> These get better every week. <laughs> okay. Before we get into the show, let's take a quick break.
2: Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for
3: terms. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. We're not all professional athletes, but we all have health goals. That's why Anytime Fitness gives you access to personalized plans and support from a coach. Plus, you can track your training, nutrition, and recovery progress with the Anytime Fitness app, just like the pros. With 24-7 access to more than 5,000 gyms worldwide, get more from your gym membership, visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, restrictions, all apply. See website for details.
0: All right, Tea Time is checking in with the best and worst dressed of the week. We had a couple of premieres, an award show, a jingle ball performance. So let's get into it. Let's start with the best, Kate. Uh, first of all, I didn't appreciate that tone that you took on Jingle Ball. It's a
4: classic <laughs> holiday concert series. That was the ticket when I was in middle Some school, of our, so greatest, I can't hate. our greatest performers. Uh, yeah. And among those, Doja Cat and Lil Nas X. First of all, I want to talk about Doja because she has been all over social media I love this her. week. Because she, something, you know, like sometimes a certain artist will just like have a performance and people are just like, I don't know what was in the air or like what they were feeling, but like it was different. And <laughs> she is like fan cams of her have been all over Twitter, all over <laughs> social media because she, for some reason was like, I, I'm just g- deciding to like crush at Jingle Ball. Like it's just going to be incredible. So she looks amazing. She sounds amazing. She has come like come into this Jingle Ball tour with, a variety of different outfits that are like all the same, but different colors. So like first she had like red hair the first night she was wearing like this beaded, like crop top bikini top. And then like these sort of like harem pants kind of like, which of course look great whenever she does anything that she does. Um, mm-hmm. and she, again, just like videos of her in this outfit, dancing, singing, being beautiful, have been all over social media next night. She did like white hair, green outfit, you know, festive, Uh, and it's just been like variations on this, on this look. And it's just amazing. And also she, uh, joined Lil Nas X for their collab song that was on his album. Um, and he, he decided why not to wear armored cheerleader outfits for this tour. So it's like, he has the crop shop, like the crop top and like the pleated skirt, but it is like made of metal, which is like, of course, like, Uh of, of course, why not? But they just like together and separately. I'm just like, thank you for 2021. Thank you for all you've given us. Looks mm-hmm. wise, songs wise this year. Uh, just They're just crushing it, you know?
0: Yeah, this yeah. was really their year, I feel like. Yeah. And this is the perfect way to close out. Yes, it's, like yeah. it's just
4: like a victory lap, you know? <laughs> Agreed. Um, so that was great. Uh, uh, pivoting to film. This is not really a fashion comment. Uh, it's more of a general note. But mm. Zendaya and Tom Holland, uh, who mm-hmm. are dating, as we know, have been, you know, they've been trotted out on the Spider-Man press tour. They're on the red carpets. They're in the interviews. And Zendaya is just absolutely fearlessly towering over her boyfriend. And I could not yeah. love it more. Uh, and honestly, like, I love that he's fine with it. Because like, a, I think a lot of shorter male actors, like, will wear the lifts or they'll, you know, tell their Mm -hmm. date not to wear high heels or whatever. But like he is giving like short King energy. He's like a, Mm. like a firm five, seven. Mm -hmm. And she is in these like big ass heels, (laughs) like a good four inches taller than him. And all these pictures as she should be. Mm-hmm. And they just have been very cute. I know we were like iffy on whether this was real, which I still am. Uh, yeah, but I'm, enjoying it. You, though. I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. Like, they're pretty cute. Uh, it's also really funny. There are all these videos of them. This is not even remotely fashion focused, but <laughs> while we're here, there are all these videos of like him saying like a joke that's not that funny and her just like really laughing. Wow. Uh, oh, which I people think i like, seen that. She's like either a terrible actress, which we know she's not, or she's just like down bad, you know? So I was oh, like, oh, I am charmed. I'm a little charmed. Um, <laughs> but they've been very cute. He's got like some fun curls going on now. I'm like, you know, let the natural texture free. Love that. Sure. Um, and they look great. So I'm in. I'm a little bit like- in on it
0: we should put a pin in this um, couple because I, when we do our like 2022 yeah. predictions pod, I want to know what you think will yeah. come up Yeah, when them, we so. think the
4: end date will be, if and when. Yeah, yeah. Yes. we'll
0: definitely, we'll circle back then. Okay.
4: And then finally talking about premieres, uh, Rachel Zegler, who's the star of West Side Story, the only oh. star, uh, the only one worth mentioning, sure. uh, mm-hmm. is she has been on this West Side Story press tour. Obviously, she's like a new face. She's not super famous yet. But she definitely kind of has like ingenue energy. And she, I love when like they know how to dress for that. Like she is obviously like very beautiful. She's like 20 years old, but she just is kind of nailing the like old Hollywood, but like fun 20 year old fashion, which I think is kind of Mm -hmm. tough to like, not to try to like wear the more classic gowns and not look like you're 40 years old or like you're trying to look older. Mm -hmm. Um, And so she, I think this a couple days ago at the West Side Story premiere, she just wore like this Ellie Saab, like just crystal like ball gown basically. And I was like, yes, like that's exactly what you should wear as the star of West Side Story to your first Hollywood premiere. You know, it's like, you yeah. nailed it. That's all you need to do. Like, why doesn't yeah. everyone do this? Um, also, and I was didn't just veer into, like, 10. prom territory. No. Which sometimes <laughs> that
0: happens, too. Like, yeah. poor Charlie D'Amelio is trying a lot, but sometimes, like, in the gowns or trying to look older or more mature, yeah. veers into that. But she looks yeah. absolutely stunning She just here. crushed it. Um, yeah. And I'm just excited. I think she's just nice. really fun, rooting for her, excited for the movie,
3: mm-hmm.
4: um, and to watch her specifically. Uh, and yeah. yeah, great stuff. Cool. Three out of great three stuff. fashion from that group of people.
0: Yeah. Um, Next, at the PCAs, I did not tune in. Don't know if you guys did, but obviously (laughs) watched the the green carpet, I guess, as we call it. So I want to give a shout out to Lily Reinhart, who I think is—there's just more to her than I think, like, this Mm -hmm. Riverdale or, like, whatever— Um, starlet that people originally thought, including Mm -hmm. myself. So I've been watching her a lot on TikTok. She's obviously spoken out about a lot of things, including like body image, her skin, self confidence, like all that stuff. Anyway, she's at the PCAs and she was, I just loved her outfit, which is why I put her in here. Mm -hmm. She was in an enormous, like really baggy suit, top like blazer. suit blazer thank you but no pants so it was like mm-hmm. kind of like a mini dress so A it looked very comfortable because all of her you know this like really big suit she's obviously in high heels yeah. hair slicked back red lip um, but yeah and her caption was like a gentleman for the evening I don't know she's trying things oh like, yeah. yes looks great yeah love it okay. yeah. love a blazer wears, moment exactly yeah. Yeah. who yeah. wears <laughs> any type of suit situation We're always is in. good in my books which well, is sure. we'll get to that <laughs> Oh yeah, okay. Well, Well. okay, you're right. Uh, but on that same note, the artist Her was also in a pantsuit, although it was bright pink and she had like the matching blazer and pants. If you guys click on that link, it's at the bottom. She is just absolutely so stunning I just love her style I've been following her for a while mm-hmm. um, I just really like what she does on the red or <laughs> green carpet and Kate you have that running list like anyone who wears a pink pantsuit I feel like gets a check in your book. So I have to absolutely I
4: love a pink suit I actually when I went to the AMA a couple weeks ago and you guys were like Kate go shopping and I was like okay the group chat yeah. was like really hyping me up I was like I'm gonna get a pink suit like this is gonna be my Ooh. pink suit moment oh
0: my god went,
4: I went all over the mall literally could not find one why don't they oh. sell Pink suits anywhere I don't know Even where you would find that I went. I mean (laughs) Zara has a ton of suits Different colors Different prints No pink Oh I guess that's true Like Express Not that I I mean They used to sponsor us So no offense to Express I didn't mean that tone Uh, (laughs) Express has a lot of suits In different colors uh, No pink I was like What is wrong with you Like why would I want A green suit And not a Like a bright green suit Which is in I saw one at Topshop And not Hmm. a pink suit You know Kate, yeah, you should buy one online and tailor yeah, shit out of it, and really like make h- it your
0: power suit. It's really hard
4: <laughs> to do that at my height to find stuff online. At
0: our height, it's fine. At our we'll height. I don't want other. like a
4: capri suit, you know? Like that's not the vibe. <laughs> oh, uh, anyway,
0: that's that was a okay. side note. Love <laughs> no. pink suit. Her looks great, and like yeah. I just someday. Someday that'll be me. Someday. Lastly, I just wanted to include Sarah Hyland in this list because I like to see her when she pops up. She's been struggling with a lot of health issues over Mm. her lifetime, but specifically last couple of years. Mm. This woman looked stunning at the PCAs and she debuted this like really cute, very short bob. Um, She's in this Vera Wang two-piece puffy situation.
2: She just
0: looked great. And then… You know, Wells was there, <laughs> absolutely disappointing. He was in no socks and these like brown uh, loafer situations mm. and a t shirt and then like a blazer and suit pants, which is like, if you can, she's gonna do that, yeah. do something else, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyway, oh, that was God. my last shout out. Should Man. we go to the worst of Let's the week? Let's do the worst. Amelia? Sure.
1: Yes. So, Lana Del Rey. She was wearing. She was caught wearing Sheen. Is that how you pronounce it? S-H- I thought it was yeah. Sheen, but I don't Shein? know. Teen pronounces it differently. So yeah, it's they difficult do. Okay, tell. cool. Um, at Variety's Hitmaker Awards on Saturday, uh, where she was being honored for, I guess, artist of the decade, which is kind of wild wow. to me. I mean, go off, good for her, but also like, are we sure that's the right person? Okay, um, but I guess so. Social media. Went crazy over what she wore, which was this marble printed dress that's apparently worth eighteen dollars from Shein, underneath a like a black worker jacket, which seems like very her, not the singer her, but like very Lana <laughs> Del Rey. Um, yeah, right. Sorry, I just had to clarify that. Um, yeah. <laughs> but apparently, it, other people noticed that the dress was similar to one from a place called Girl Fairy, which sells for $47, which is really to say that Shein is notorious for stealing from smaller brands. That is true. And yeah, Yeah. and and they've been in trouble for their contributions to fast fashion. You know, again, apparently this dress was only $18, but people were freaking out. Some people were like, this is so cool that she's wearing such a cheap dress. And other people were like, fast fashion is bad. So Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. So I think the consensus was like, that's cool that she wore something accessible, but also uncool because it was a brand like Shein.
0: Also, it her look just actually is like a teenager going to a bar, like a college bar on a Friday mm. because the jacket is pulled over like as if you were walking out of the house like, oh, my God, is it cold outside? Okay, yeah. Fine. And you right. grab it off the coat rack. Yeah. Like her when the booze blanket
4: just like isn't going to cut it. You got yeah, yeah. yeah. last yeah. minute it's jacket like- choice.
0: Does it match? I mean, obviously, I don't have really any style, so I can't talk. But anyway, I'm just like, she looks like a college student going out to the bars on a Friday yeah. night, which is sure fine, I guess. It's very yeah. much her vibe, I think. Yeah. So. Yeah. So well. any thoughts
1: on
4: purchasing from Sheehan? <laughs> I mean, not great. If I was yeah. a celebrity, I probably wouldn't. Um, sure. But, you know, Lana, ever the uh, controversial figure.
0: So true. Yeah, it's true. Who, no days off. Yeah, yeah. We t- we spent some time on her a while ago when her cop boyfriend, what was his yeah. name? Oh, right. Sticks. Sticks, Sticks. Sticks.
4: Sticks. yeah. Uh, and then we spent time again when she was doing all sorts of raging on Instagram. And then again, when uh. she was raging again on Instagram and being racist. <laughs> right. And then again, again so... when she wore her mesh mask uh, to oh, yeah. her fan okay. signing, because she didn't want to wear a real one. It was like fishnet. I was like, that's cool. Um, yeah. So, oh my God. you know.
0: Wow, you're right. Thank you for reminding me. Anyway, we can swiftly move on from her because you've clearly given her a lot of airtime. Someone needs to stand up and tell me who put this man in this category. I is it, it is me. Because no, it's me. Kate! Yeah, absolutely. The betrayal. Absolutely. What the me. hell? Um, someone, or I guess now Kate yeah, put me. Jonah Hill and his girlfriend. matching Gucci suit girlfriend in the worst dress of the week mm. at the Don't Look Up New York premiere. Kate, why? Why? <laughs> it's the no
4: socks. Can we talk about the no socks? What the hell is happening? Why is no well, one they're wearing socks? Mules.
0: You can't wear those. Don't with like wear slides. them.
4: Don't just don't wear them. Okay, uh, it's called fashion. They're wearing like these. Okay, first of all, just to paint you a picture, Jonah Hill okay. currently has bleached blonde. Uh, looks kind of like a curly bob. Um, <laughs> slicked has, back, mm. <laughs> and it's similar to my haircut, if you will. Okay. And if I slicked it back and also grew a very fluffy beard, and then also had chest tattoos and didn't wear a shirt under my Mm. suit and then also had a beaded necklace on in a light blue suit that's the vibe um and then his girlfriend sarah brady wore the exact same light blue suit with the exact same velvet slippers you said they're mules they look like house slippers but like (laughs) like brocade kind of Mm
2: -hmm. um
4: not a flattering (laughs) shoe on anyone um
0: they're monoloblonic, which, you know. I don't care. They're so, end end. they're so Whatever. ugly. They're uh, so ugly.
4: I would not wear these in the comfort of my own home. Um, oh, my God. You know, I love a suit, but like, I, no, but it's not a no for me. No. Sure. Yeah.
0: I don't know why, but I'm obsessed with this look. I just, I don't, I can't put my finger on it, but I am. I um, would love to hear you try. <laughs> I think because couples, especially at such a, um, an anticipated premiere, they try really hard yeah. to like coordinate or, or like, but this is straight up just the two of them in the identical outfit. Identical outfits. I, I just kind of like it. I don't know. I think They're if true he, partners. I, I think know. if he that is
4: true. was less tan, if mm. he uh, had a shirt on and
3: okay.
4: didn't have the huge chest tattoo coming up, and also if they switch the shoes, I would be okay with it. It's not the, I no, it's not the matching. Hair. I do. I hate everything about his current Aww. look. Uh, it's not the matching that I'm against. I actually don't mind it. I also don't love the blue. Um, if they got- hey. the blue makes me think of like the 80s tux oh. with the frills that like the guys' yeah. disco hmm. suits that they wore to prom.
0: This I don't know why I'm such a hater today, you guys. This but couple also matches not. a lot. So I think I was like, <laughs> I was ready for this more than baby. <laughs> how were? much, how much content of theirs do you consume? Like how up to date are you a lot. on Jonah I'd and Sarah? I love Jonah Hill. Okay. So sure. anyway, we
1: sure. can move on. Amelia, last one. Um, <laughs> this will be short, but, uh, the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, they, they showed up at the People's Choice Awards or the People's Choice Awards. Sorry. Yeah. Um. And, you know, they did what they do best and put on a lot of really mismatching outfits thinking they looked high fashion. And it's just like you look dumb. But, uh, you know, I mean, we've got Lisa Lisa Rinna. You know she thinks she looks good, and Mm -hmm. and I love Lisa. Like she's the perfect housewife because she's absolutely insane and (laughs) lives for the drama. But she's striking a pose that's very like pointed, Mm -hmm. and she thinks she's like her one of her. She's like Kris Jenner light in that she's like Mm -hmm. my girls are my best friends. I'm also a momager, you know. And uh, (laughs) but she's wearing she's like
4: Angelina Jolie in this picture. Like that's what she's trying to embody.
1: Yeah. And she's got like the really huge puffy 80s sleeves that I think Erica kind of brought back uh, during their season of Real Housewives. And they think I honestly think that these women believe that puffy and big equals like high fashion. And it's just wild. That's the vibe for sure. It's the vibe. Yeah. And Erica, you know, she's not in prison. So she's wearing like what appears to be a hair crown. She Mm, she, kind of looks like a. The Cynthia doll from uh, Rugrats.
4: You, Amelia, you her? Yeah.
0: who is... um? Yeah, that's actually a great call. Who is second from the left? Is that Kyle Richards? That is Kyle Richards. Yeah. Okay, Shh. this is giving me school date Like winter yes. formal. School dance. Yes.
1: 2012. I, I yeah. think that Rihanna wore that dress in 2012. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So I'm like almost positive. Okay, so who she's is doing that.
4: Please. Who's the worst here? Like name one. Like who has done mm. the okay. absolute worst? <laughs> Well, that's
1: hard because they it's all really look hard. pretty bad.
4: Uh, I don't know who any of these women are and I'm having a difficult time choosing.
1: Well, I you would hate all of them, I think. Um, I'm sure. The one on the far left is Sutton and she's okay. one of the newer, she just got promoted a housewife uh, this season. And again, she's wearing the big billowy uh, uh, sleeves. Yeah. But mm-hmm. now there's like a weird watercolor print, but she's also like half I actually don't sleeve. mind that one. Really? I mean, you like the, the leather
4: jacket of it yeah. too? Okay, it's like sure. It's like you know, you got the leather, but then it's like a little pop of color. Sure, her sure, hair sure. looks good. Okay, it's like age appropriate. Yeah. Okay, I can see Not that. To say I that they that. can't wear other things, you know, older women can wear whatever they no, want. No, no, no. That to me is actually the least bad of all of these. Actually, no. Really, whoever second from the right did the least bad. Crystal, Crystal, and then she's also new. Yeah. This where's this terrible content? Can we talk about the person all the way on the right? Dorit. What's going on there?
1: Well, she thinks she's I mean, she has a rock and bod. Don't get me wrong. But for sure, she loves the cutouts and like boobage. And she's clearly giving us that, Um, you know, and (laughs) her husband just got uh, arrested for a DUI. So,
4: yeah. Mm -hmm. So you got to take you got to focus however you can. Exactly. Yes. Yep. Yeah. So who did the worst? Who's our like number one worst dress from this picture? I mean, I'm I'm really hating what Lisa Rinna wore. I'm yeah, sorry, it's really bad. This, <laughs> I mean, sorry. you almost have to like pose it's, differently next to her because the sleeves will cover. Will cover is most of you. Feet. and yeah, yeah, exactly. it's pretty awful. I think yeah. I agree. I think hers is the worst. Mm-hmm. It's tough though; <laughs> tough competition. Yeah. All right, great. Let's content. keep it
0: moving. <laughs> Let's do the next category: not worth the tea this week in social media and relationship news. Kate. Okay, really quick, the biggest social media news of my
4: week. Is that okay. after eight years since they debuted, uh, mm-hmm. the boys of BTS have individual Instagram accounts. And wow. I just need to mention it because, first of all, it's been exhausting. They just yeah. went on a break. They're like, we're done until next year. But they all got Instagram and it's just been we're like, we're done until next year. It's December. Just for now. <laughs> until like March. Like their tour starts oh, in okay. March. Uh, well, geez, that's
1: not a long, that's a very and short it's break. Like, I it's K
4: pop it. award season right now. So it was like kind of weird that <sighs> like they aren't doing anything. Anyway, they all have Instagram. And, mm-hmm. you know, over the past many years, all the fans have kind of assumed that they're online. Like, they don't have individual. They did not have official Instagram accounts. But all the fans were like, they're like, they're on Instagram, obviously. Like, they have does. Right. They sure. know. Mm-hmm. Like, they're in the loop. However, it has never been more clear uh, that they have never opened Instagram before in their entire lives uh, than it has this week. Because they are so bad at it. And I say this with such love they started posting things they were deleting things they were <laughs> commenting on each other's accounts being like someone tell me how this works one of them my favorite jungkook his instagram handle and they they could have bought any instagram handle like a lot of them just have their first names which i'm sure they've spent insane yeah. amounts of money to get he could have chosen just his first name however this is his instagram handle it's every single letter of the alphabet except the letters jk which are his initials so oh it literally it's a b c d e f g h i blank, blank, L-M-N-O-P-Q-E-R-S, the rest of the alphabet. And that's what you have to look up every time you want to find it. So now people are like, we thought this like Gen Z kid uh, had had a Finsta for his entire life. Like he has never seen Instagram before in his entire Hmm. life. So that's been fun. Other members have also like have no idea what they're doing. Uh, They'll tweet something and then they'll be like, damn, like I should have Instagrammed that. People are like, yes, like that was a picture. And like that goes on Instagram and other things go on Twitter. Uh, So it's just been exhausting and very funny. And I'm like, And it's just going to take up all my time keeping up with these guys now um, and watching them learn. It's going to be a disaster. One of them like followed a member of Blackpink and then unfollowed her and like that was a whole thing. Uh, So it's just been just a comedy of errors this week on K-pop social media. Um, Hmm. Yeah, tough stuff, but fun. Okay. In other social media news, I don't know if anyone saw, I'm sure you did if you're listening to the Ringer podcast network, uh, the profile of Jeremy Strong uh, from this week, star of Succession, uh, and it was a great profile. He seemed like a very intense guy. He had a lot of quotes from people who worked with him being like, he is just like not the easiest to work with. Like I wish him well, and <laughs> he's very talented, but like, you know, he is like method and he, uh, is not like an easy scene partner. And there was just a lot of details. And again, like, I don't think it was, it was like a, a hit piece at all. Like it, sure just, illuminated like, a lot of his process and like, right. It just, you know, it included quotes from people and, and, uh, anecdotes about his life that like did not paint him in like a super overly flattering light but it was like very accurate and very interesting. Yeah. So fucking Jessica Chastain who we've talked about her social media before. It's mm-hmm. so bad. Uh, it she does it really those videos takes away from her likability. It think. does. I know. She's just one of those celebrities where like I would have continued like really liking her if mm-hmm. I had not followed her on on Twitter or Instagram. Or, but yeah. But she tries so hard to like be involved and it just comes across as like Just difficult to get. And she's continued Mm -hmm. uh, the streak. Uh, She tweeted this week and said, I've known Jeremy Strong for 20 years and worked with him on two films. He's a lovely person, very inspiring and passionate about his work. The profile that came out on him was incredibly one-sided. I'm like, okay, it talked to like 20 people he's ever worked with, including fucking Chris Evans. But like, okay, mm-hmm. uh, don't believe everything you read, folks. Snark sells, but maybe it's time we move beyond it.
0: There's gonna be like, okay. I, like, is of, like she really thought she did
4: something right. here. <laughs> yes. I'm like, it like brought to mind when like all the Marvel actors started defending Chris Pratt from like, a, f- like a trend of people being like, Chris Pratt's the worst Chris. Like, I, you just don't have to do this. Like... Jeremy <laughs> Strong is fine. He's fine. Yeah. This profile was good. Like, again, it's not like the the actual writer of the profile was like, he's like too intense. And like his right. acting method, like it was his succession co-stars literally saying like, yeah, he didn't think the show was a comedy. Like he takes it completely seriously.
3: I, yeah. That's not snark. Right. That's just
4: reporting. So exactly. it's just like really yeah. annoying. And I know like Jeremy Strong has like some weirdly obsessed fans. And I think that was like part of it because like, The fans were like getting mad at people, of course, as they do over everything on Twitter for like (laughs) talking about it or like engaging with it um, and all of the fans replied to this tweet and were like yes
0: queen like thank you it's like okay oh my god um, well one person yeah, responded tough. the top response um, Kate Arthur it's yeah. like I thought it was an incredibly nuanced portrait of him blah blah, blah. she responds to that and says all the quotes chosen felt cherry picked to create an image blah 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 and then someone else was like that's a profile you have to pick <laughs> right. the quotes that it, like, or else cher- people aren't gonna read it yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I, so. yeah I mean literally they talked
4: to so many people so much yeah. like I, I, I if you know if Chris Evans calls you on the phone and says this about Jeremy strong like you're gonna put it in your piece like I don't right, right,
1: I, right. you well, know also so. it's just like sorry that the reality is that he's kind of a Pain
4: in the ass, right. but it seems like he's An extremely a pain talented, in the ass. intense, pain in the ass, who right. has a thriving career that's like very well represented in this piece. So like, we don't need to get into it. I'm sure everyone knows. If you want to read it, I highly recommend it. It was really interesting and really good. Yeah. Uh, but like Jessica Chastain, just like do less. Like always do less. Yeah. Just log off. <laughs> it's unfortunate. Yeah. yeah.
1: Really. <laughs> do you tough. think she's she also is like? Because I feel like she wants she wants an Oscar bad. She's kind of like Amy Adams, you know. Sure. Do you think she's don't, like?
4: Don't don't. Yeah, let's not compare the two redheads. Just because no, well, i not- Amy Adams does not deserve that. Uh, yeah, but well, Jessica yeah, Chastain is They both really hard. want an Oscar. Which, Jessica hey, is it. try hard. Amy Adams. Um, Do you think
1: that she's doing this?
4: Just Um, because she wants an Oscar. I do think she thought like other celebrities would join in like they did last time. And then like all the critics and everyone like replied to her and were like, okay, this is not, this is not it. And I think she now is like, okay, like I am the only one who (laughs) stood up publicly for this. Um, So yeah, let's just hope Chris Evans stays logged off. He doesn't need to get involved. Um, Okay, final thing for me in this category. Uh, Liz, share this with me. I actually did not see it somehow, which is weird because my TikTok algorithm is like 50% Harry Styles, 50 to 75% Harry Styles at all times. Harry Styles did not steal a microwave. Uh, there was mm-hmm. a viral TikTok from Diana Raynone, uh, who went to a Harry Styles concert, and her dad is a cameraman uh, at the UBS arena in Long Island. And she posted this TikTok of a text thread with her dad where he goes, Harry Styles stole our crew microwave from the UBS arena. And her response mm-hmm. goes, No. And her dad goes, yes, he did. And she goes, ha, ha, ha. Oh, Harry. So she posted this TikTok that I thought was pretty obviously a joke. Uh, And then she went to bed and woke (laughs) up and people took it very seriously. People for sure thought that Harry stole a microwave. Why? I don't know. People were like, are they going to get in touch with Harry's team? Like, has anyone reached out? What's your your dad going to do? Like, how did Harry get the microwave? (laughs) Like, All these Mm -hmm. questions. And so obviously she replied and was like, he didn't steal my grave. I hope her dad like still has his job because like that worries me a little bit. Um, I'm True. like, hey, you know, Yikes. your daughter posts this joke that like things can go viral on TikTok like so easily without any sort of following or anything. So
0: like it just seems like something they weren't quite prepared for. Mm-hmm. Um, and the issue is that someone did steal a microwave. They, or the microwave is missing. Mis- is so that missing. part's not yeah. wrong, but it's just not Harry Styles. It was not Harry Styles. That was the right. joke that her dad said okay. was that it was Harry Styles because she was the fan yeah. and she went
4: to the show like on her own. That's so
0: really uh, I all for these stories about him. Like every time it's, I'm clicking every single time. I don't know why Harry Styles I mean, TikTok is really on. good. I know I'm biased,
4: yeah. but it's it's pretty fun. Um, yeah, and yeah, he is not. He he has been rolled out as a subject. I guess please, you know, DM us if you have any leads uh as to the stolen microwave. Um wow. but yeah, Harry is is cleared. It wasn't him. <laughs> Thank so God.
0: I can sleep okay. peacefully tonight. Thank God. And this <laughs> leaves us clear to talk about this next thing, which I am yes. so excited to talk about, Amelia.
1: <laughs> yes, this I guess it kind of became popular a couple of weeks ago, so mm-hmm. it's a little late. So I apologize. But it's never um, too late for Yassify. Yeah, Yassify bot. So <laughs> Yassify bot is a Twitter account run by a 22 year old named Denver Adams, who is an art student based in Nebraska. And what the account is, is that they post images of recognizable figures and celebrities who've been, quote unquote, Yossified, which is essentially editing a person like the subject of the photograph to a point where they look like an Instagram model. Yeah. Um, and I, it, this existed before this bot existed, mm-hmm. but this bot has been like churning them out every single day, which is great. <laughs> so like they pretty much go to, you know, the Facetune app or like the Face app or whatever it's called. And they just take these images. Like I saw one that was like Albert Einstein and they just... <laughs> They put a filter on it where it looks like, uh, you know, they're poreless and glowy. They've got like dramatic eyes, that the full lips, a streamlined mm-hmm. nose, high cheekbones. And they just look like any Instagram model that you can find. Um And someone that I think really personifies this look is someone named uh, Olivia Pearson, who is a Instagram model slash uh, influencer. And she was on a reality show on E! She really has that look. So Google Mm. her if you really want to know. Um, But anyway... (laughs) So they've been like they did uh, a version of like the Quaker oatmeal guy, which was pretty funny. Um, they've done Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, which is pretty funny. Uh, someone did a Tony Collette one from Hereditary. So it's like she's that like, was the know. first one I saw. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's kind of <laughs> what kicked it off. And yeah. like she's like, you know, has her like. Where they zoom in on her face and she's like crying and she's upset, but then it's like, ooh, they morphed her into they like yossified. Yossified. yeah, like she looks good, okay. Um, and one of my favorites that I saw is like the thumbs from Spy yes. Kids. They have they have glossy French tips, <laughs> which I thought was great. I think that's perfect. That really I mean, can explains I just the say trend. you
0: described this so perfectly. Sometimes mm-hmm. we struggle with the yeah. descriptions sure. of when it's not a there's no visual representation. You hit the nail on the head. It is. It, you just, you did it justice and I just wanted to give you a shout out because <laughs> I it's hard to describe what these it things can look be. Like. It's hard to yeah. describe
4: the yassification of our current social media landscape. Right. Yeah, and you crushed it. Thank That's you.
1: It. So, um, <laughs> yeah, it's just like very, it's, it's, it's funny. It's just really funny. I think the trend is very funny. Yeah. I also, okay. I like
4: that. Like it also has turned from like a visual meme into like Saying like something has been yassified or like the yassification, sure. like instead of like a glow up, it's like the You've funnier. So like if some, you know, I've seen a couple tweets where it's like you know, um, just like some celebrity without makeup, and then like a couple years later, like they look better, and people are like, oh, it's the yassification of sure, so oh and God. so. That's it really funny. Fu- it's just a very funny term to me. Yeah, it's a
1: very <laughs> funny term, and uh, yeah. and the, the bot has uh, got a lot of. Um, just a lot of really great images. I don't
4: know how to explain it other than the, <laughs> these images gotta are really it. funny. You just got to experience it yourself.
0: Yeah, yeah. I wonder if we could yassify our Tea Time logo. I wonder what that I would look like. I you oh going to say God, ourselves. Wow. We should yassify ourselves. Oh, oh my God. God. No. I don't know if I'm ready <laughs> <No>. for that. <laughs> uh, okay. Last one. Last one, Amelia.
1: Um, yes. And then the last one is kind of it's t- OK. So W Magazine had a cover with Kylie and Travis plan, but they scrapped it, obviously, after the Astroworld tragedy. However, someone posted leaked images that are ostensibly from the print issue, which was printed, Mm -hmm. and now they don't really know what to do with them. So they've got like, you know, probably hundreds of thousands of these issues, and they're trying to, I don't know, burn them in a warehouse? I have no idea. Yeah. Um, But the images are of the two of them, Kylie and Travis posing together with Stormy. You know, Kylie is heavily pregnant. And Mm -hmm. the title of the profile is apparently a modern approach. But what people are really talking about is that the images from the article circulating say things like, Travis and Kylie seem very comfortable under the sheets. But even though they will soon have two children together, uh, they are not a couple and they haven't been in two years. So it, it, the piece keeps on mentioning how these two are not a couple. Mm-hmm. And so it's just like, oh, interest, interesting that this stopped the print. And like people have speculated for a while that they had a weird relationship timeline, that they're not actually together and everything. But then someone on TikTok at the handle Angeles Franku posted this and then Khloe Kardashian responded with, wow, I don't know why this magazine would write this, but they are very much a couple. So Khloe is trying to, I think, retcon the situation because it was somehow accidentally revealed throughout the course of this interview that the two aren't together. But obviously that Whatever. I think the Kardashians think that's a bad look. So. Okay. Yeah. Does that make kind I, of
0: sense? Yeah. Because I was very confused by this because, you know, I've been following. There's sure. been a lot of Kardashian news in the last like two weeks. But yes. um, I have been able to track all the like Kris Jenner distractions sure. um, in the yes. last month. Or, and. I have understood where these, like, I have hated them, but I've understood, like, Kim and Pete and what that purpose right. was. I don't get this one because I don't know it's if weird. it was a matter of, yeah, they told W Magazine that they weren't, I don't know how on earth that person would get it wrong. Right. But then also, I don't, I just really don't, I can't track this it's or, very like, why strange. one, they said one thing and it's actually another and why Chloe is, like, stalking TikToks of her <laughs> siblings enough to find some random person and comment right. on it. Right. I
1: don't really get it, Amelia. It's very weird. It's like you would think that Chloe would have things to deal with right now after what has come out about her her interest. Exactly. But I don't, it's just very weird because I don't see W Magazine lying about these kinds
0: of uh, things that were quoted in the article. And I don't also know why it's better for the brand for them to be together than apart. It's weird. I I think they
1: adhere to like a very almost like archaic code of like what families are supposed to look like and how people perceive their image. And they probably think
0: like, well, we have to be
1: together for us to have children or something. Right.
0: Or like why this was the vehicle to clear that up. Yeah. Like a Khloe Kardashian TikTok comment. <laughs> I don't know. Feels- it's very
1: weird. It's very yeah. weird because it's like, why would they even let that slip in the first place? Right. Which is just like, I don't know. Maybe said. I feel like he's more loose about the
0: situation than Kylie is. Yeah. But I know d- I feel like we could talk forever about this. But yeah, I just Truly. Don't, I don't understand. Obviously, this cover too and this whole story, it's the first time I mean her last pregnancy, she didn't even acknowledge it until Stormy was born. Right. So this was clearly if the Astro World tragedy did not happen, um, was going to be this big debut of this family and the two right. of them. So obviously they like spent a lot of time thinking about what image and what totally they wanted to communicate through that profile. I don't know. We it's can very talk confusing. About it. Yeah. I don't get it. Yeah.
1: It's, I've been uh- plagued. <laughs> I feel that way, too. Yeah, exactly. So,
2: This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem,
3: get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com.
0: Okay, we're moving on. We're cleansing the palate as we say because I'm really excited to do Cringe Mode this week. Um, we are looking for holiday movies because we're getting close to the holidays. And um, I suggested Bridget Jones's Diary. And you guys uh, said yes, and I'm so happy. There are many holiday events that happen in this movie. There's a lot, a lot holiday-esque romance, kissing in the snow, mm. et cetera. So I felt like it counted. Mm-hmm. Um Okay, Kate, would you like to do the plot of Bridget Jones's Diary?
4: I'll try. I had never seen this movie in full. I'd seen like bits and pieces. I'd like read a lot about it, heard a lot about it, um, knew the general like vibe of it, but I'd never seen all of it. Had a great time. Very enjoyable Mm -hmm. little film. So Renee Zellweger is Bridget Jones and she's 32 and she's going through it and it's New Year's and she's like, I'm going to start this diary. I'm going to be honest with myself. I'm going to have a better year. And she doesn't. So she, well, she does eventually. So basically she, um, works at this book publisher. She's kind of a mess. She like drinks a lot, smokes a lot, is like very awkward socially. Um, (laughs) and just like extremely single. Uh, so there are these two guys that enter her life in this year, Mark Darcy, Mm -hmm. Colin Firth, um, who is kind of this uptight, uh, lawyer that she doesn't really like until later. And then, Hugh Grant, who uh, is her boss and Mm. is kind of a dick, but very hot. Um, Mm -hmm. So she starts an affair with him. It ends badly. She ends up with Colin Firth. um, And yeah, that's pretty much it. Anything important that I missed? A lot of other stuff happens, but that's the main
0: you did a pretty good job it was released in 2001 which I think applies to a lot of our conversation about this movie for sure um (laughs) all right let's do the highlights Amelia uh yeah you know I
1: honestly I feel like Renee Zellweger did a great job with the accent it's hard and I I mean I don't maybe I need to pull some British people but I thought the accent was great um I I, thought so too okay good oh okay I forgot
4: for
0: a second she wasn't British And also, Amelia, I have a fun fact about that. She was so convincing. So to prepare for this role, Uh first she gained 25 pounds and then she worked at a British publishing company for a month. She used an alias. She had a posh accent and she was not recognized the entire (laughs) time. That's wild. Very Jeremy Strong of her. I love it. Yeah. (laughs) She kept a framed photo of her then boyfriend, Jim Carrey, Oh my God! And her coworkers quote found the photo odd, but never mentioned it for fear of embarrassing her. Oh, so they recognized Jim, but they didn't recognize Renee. That's offensive. And they're like, this woman maybe just likes Jim Carrey enough to put (laughs) like uh, this celebrity enough to put a photo. on That so you were right. Funny. It's hilarious. Wow.
4: Wow. (laughs) Yeah.
2: That's great.
0: I also just think she is the most lovable person um by like a mile i just there's something about her in this movie that makes me like she just really sold it and mm-hmm. i think you're right when she was first cast she obviously is an american woman it's a british movie or set in britain but so some people were like what the hell cast someone who with the actual real british accent i thought she knocked it out of the park and apparently other people did as well like it was really well received her performance yeah. mm-hmm. But she is so lovable because a lot of her antics in this movie that I think Kate <laughs> has thoughts on are very cringy but they never mm. come off like in a negative way. Yeah. I it's don't annoying. know how to describe. She's not annoying. She's not annoying. She's not annoying. She's tough sometimes when you're
4: like as much of a hot mess as this character is. Sure. Um, yeah. But yeah, she, you're like rooting for her and you're like relating totally. with her as opposed to if she was like less likable I would be like oh my god like please get your right. shit together. No, you know? she's like
1: charming. Right. She's yeah. right. like Cringy, sure. but charming. Yeah. Yes. Right. Agreed. Also, this movie, 97 minutes. That's Love it. wonderful. So, Every yeah. time. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you really so much. enjoyed that yep. aspect. And it know? doesn't
4: seem like crammed or anything. Like, it, it no. goes very quickly, but like, it's not like they skipped anything. Um, yeah. Which was nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, my highlight is that it just absolutely nails like the full British heartthrob spectrum. With Colin Firth and Hugh Grant. You get like the uptight like period drama actor with like the curls who like is like attractive in like a weird way, but like in a good way. But like, you know, it's the Pride and Prejudice sort of squad that's like obsessed Mm -hmm. with him. And then you get like the Hugh Grant, the floppy hair, the voice, Mm. the like face. Uh, yes. And it's
0: just like you just have something for everyone, you know. It's just yeah, true. I, I love think it. it's romantic in several different ways, which I feel like most rom coms are like one note in that way because it's mm-hmm. about the one guy or the one real love interest at the end. But you have, you're right, like the the sexier forbidden office romance mm-hmm. with the the confident asshole. But then you have this really like soft, slow burning romance with mm-hmm. the quieter person. Yeah. So I just like that she, <laughs> Bridget Jones got both. And good for her. Yeah. But it covers you're right not only like the the heartthrob spectrum but also kind of the rom and rom-com spectrum and i just think like specifically like
4: with british actors like it's just like the two of them are just like they're just the paragons of like what people like about like these (laughs) british heartthrobs you know it's true yeah it's just i don't know you just get like exact and i know they're in like love actually and all this shit too but like just having both of them as like the two like love triangle love interests in this movie like really just nailed it Yeah. yeah
0: It's agreed, great. Agreed. Great casting. <laughs> Next highlight, Kate? Uh, great needle
4: drops in this movie. Uh, you have the like All By Myself song mm-hmm. at the beginning, which is just perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's singing alone in her apartment. To that song, and it's like, yes. Um, and I know somebody has this later as well, but uh, there's a fight scene and they play It's Rain and Men uh, Amelia during the fight yeah. scene. And it's Iconic. just like chef's kiss. Like perfect. It's great. And a lot of them are like very on the nose, like the two that I just named. Which I know, like, people get annoyed about in movies these days. They're like, oh, okay, like, we didn't need to hear this song at this time. Like, we get it. But, like, it just was <laughs> really, it's just really fun. Like, it's just, you know, yeah. they play these songs that everyone knows that, like, perfectly highlights the moment. Um, yeah. And it's just, like, really added an extra layer of fun to the movie.
0: Yes. Yeah. Agreed. And then, lastly, I wanted to give a shout out to uh, Bridget Jones's three friends in the mm. movie because we talk a lot about the supporting friend groups in cringe mode. A lot of them are bad. We've seen a lot of yeah. bad friend groups. <laughs> these three are not. I love these people. I eat these people up. They are <laughs> intelligent, really funny, cheeky, mm-hmm. like right amount of sassy and supportive to her, give her shit. But also I'm like, go Bridget, go. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just think they were a perfect addition Uh, they acted the shit out of it and I just love the three of them. Yeah, They're like the opposite of the Devil Wears Prada friend group that like aren't supportive and are like kind of assholes about her (laughs) life. And aren't funny. And just are just there. They're just like the total
4: opposite of them. Yeah, that's really funny. It's true. Yes.
0: All right, let's do low lights. Kate. (sighs) I just felt really attacked
4: uh, by all the wallowing (laughs) around being single over the holidays. I was like, okay, I get it. Uh, It's fine. I too am watching, (laughs) sitting on my couch, watching you sing all by yourself, all by myself. (laughs) Um, yeah. so, you
0: know, just like a little bit, I was like, okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. Also, <laughs> you know. it's very much like 32. My life is over. Yeah, I have no man. It's I'm like, a, all right, 32. I'm like the I'm crypt the- keeper. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> yeah. okay,
4: I'm, yeah. it's fine. I'm not 32, but like, you know, we're all getting up there. Yeah. Um, so that stuff tough. Uh, also, as Liz mentioned, uh, you know, I, I struggle with secondhand embarrassment while I'm watching, uh, cringy movies, which mm-hmm. I don't know why I ever suggested this segment. But uh, it really struggled. There were some scenes where I was like, oh, Bridget, uh, yeah. I'm going to need you to get it together because I'm going to die. <laughs> um, I barely made it through the whole bunny outfit debacle. Aww. It helped yeah. that I like like I'd seen that one like on TV. Like there's certain scenes that, like sure. you just seen and like, you know, yeah. but there were some in this movie where I was like, oh, God.
0: Uh, I'm gonna die. Right. really make you sit in it. Yeah. She, for some reason, has to public speak a lot. So, <laughs> so much. <I> mean, so <laughs> large. Like, stop giving of- her the mic. Like,
4: why are we giving Bridget this job? Have we <laughs> totally. not learned? Totally. Totally terrible. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah. And like, if you show up to a party, I just have to talk about the bunny outfit again. Go if you yeah, show up right. to a party, <laughs> yeah. and like, I, she like didn't understand right that it wasn't like fancy dress anymore. Right. The, first mm-hmm. of all, like, take off the headband. Like, do what you can oh. to un. Bunnyify the outfit kind like of mitigate she, the yeah I understand yeah. like wanting to lean in like maybe she's just a better sport than me but like I would be like someone give me your jacket I'm gonna tie it around my waist like I'm gonna take <laughs> off the headband I'm gonna find it like something else to wear or just leave like I would just leave uh, <laughs> yeah and no she commits to the bunny like she does boy bunny outfit for like a yeah. good t- like 20 minute scene I was like this is terrible um <laughs> but it was great but it was yeah. terrible uh, yeah. so yeah that was just difficult for me personally
0: Agreed. One thing that was difficult for me personally to watch that really showed, I think this movie is uh, timeless in some ways, but we'll get to what is aged poorly later. Mm-hmm. But the one like real 2001 thing to me too, was the reveal that Hugh Grant is actually kind of sleeping around, sleeping mm-hmm. with this other woman, Laura mm-hmm. from the New York office. <laughs> so Bridget uh, and him were on like a weekender trip. He leaves early to quote, you know, work, go back to the office, etc. She goes and visits him. She's like, are you here with someone? He's like, no. And she takes a look around. (laughs) The coast is clear. And then she's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I'm crazy. She's walking out, sees a female sweater and is like, oh my God, someone is here. Right, So she runs up the stairs, goes into the room, the bedroom, and opens up the bathroom and then, for the first time, first and only time this movie, it's in slow mo. That is weird. The door opens and it's Laura from the New York office, nude with the like publishing binder covering her body. <laughs> and she's in slow mo, just kind of staring at Bridget. <laughs> and then Bridget's reaction is slow mo. And it's just, it felt really weird yeah. <laughs> from a pacing <laughs> perspective to completely change. jarring for sure. The editing for the first and only You're time. You're so right. That and is I weird. Was, It was just just really odd to me. Um, And I know that was, like, the real dramatic part of this movie. Sure. um, she was so into Hugh Grant. But then I just started— It kind of took me out, to be honest. (laughs) It took me out of it. I couldn't really, like, give it the seriousness it deserves. Yes. That
1: is really you know what now that you know to, or bring that up, that is weird. That like of all I just I mean, I guess yeah. it like emphasizes, but at, at the same time, I'm just like, what? Yeah. A little heavy-handed. It's a tongue-in-cheek yeah. movie. Yeah. It's yeah.
0: Not <laughs> like that. And then all of a sudden it's like dun dun dun. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm like picturing okay. it in my mind. Yeah. 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 All right, let's do what is age the best in the worst. Because there are many other things um, Yes, about it.
4: Go ahead. Kate. Uh just like overall, we gotta talk about it. Um, I think one of the main things that is written about this movie these days and like discussed about this movie these days is just like the very absurd and uh, unnecessary just like fat phobia. And Mm -hmm. I know it's very much of the time. And we talked about that like, you know, early 2000s movies on this podcast before. But um, there's just a lot of like internalized like self-hatred and fat phobia. And like she talks about wanting to lose 20 pounds and being fat. And it's just like you, you know, uh, don't need to do this. Like we don't need to pretend like, Mm -hmm. you know, you're not, a a person who has a great body because you objectively do. And, you know, I, I will say, uh, I actually thought it was going to be worse than it was having not seen this movie before, just because I'd read and heard so much about how bad it was. Mm -hmm. You know, she's not like a paragon of morals. I don't think we're supposed to watch Bridget and be like, oh, that's something that I'm supposed to emulate. Like, that's Mm -hmm. how I'm supposed to think about myself. Like, I think you're supposed to do the opposite. So I did think like, you know, we're supposed to see how insecure she is. And like, more than other people and more than she should be and how much she hates herself and and the fact that she shouldn't. So I do think that there was part of like that. And I was like, OK, like obviously it's bad. And, and the other people's reactions to her were also bad. But I think when it was mm-hmm. like really internalized and when she was really kind of wallowing, I was like, I think we're supposed to see that like this isn't right. Like she's being mm-hmm. too hard on herself and like, you know, it more than she should be. So it was obviously bad and, and not good. And I wish there was much less fit in the movie. But Mm-hmm. Um, I do. I will say that part of it, I think, narratively did work to just sort of emphasize like her insecurity. Sure. Um, and then another thing that didn't age well is just like general workplace romances <laughs> yeah. and harassment and <laughs> affairs. <laughs> Uh, yeah. it was not great it's like yeah. don't please don't uh, let your boss treat you that way ever no matter or if like, he looks like you grand or not um, not even
0: in the workplace but her uncle yeah. you know her 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 uncle, she gets yeah. harassed yeah for quite sure a bit mm-hmm. in the for movie, sure and she's just like oh that's uncle what's his name you know and yeah. <laughs> yeah
4: yeah there was a lot of and like when she becomes like a broadcast journalist they're like oh like get on the pole like with your short skirt and it's like okay can we yeah. not act like that's a normal <laughs> thing that should happen Um, so that was yeah. a, little, a little difficult to watch um, right. But again, I, I do, again, think that it's like she is painted a little bit as like a, an easy target and a victim for this kind of thing because of like how she feels about herself. And by the end of the movie, I think she kind of, you know, re- stands up for herself more. Um, mm-hmm. So again, part of it, I think, like makes sense narratively, but is very much like we can do better than than this uh, sure. nowadays, especially. Um, yeah. But yeah, there were definitely it was a very 2001 uh, movie in many ways. Mm-hmm. Yes. Agreed. Uh, what has aged the best, Amelia?
1: Um, I would say best. Wow. Uh, all three of the main actors here are really big stars. I don't yeah. know when this came out. Maybe they were as well. I, I actually, like, really don't
0: know. But um, I am impressed. because. Yeah. I- yeah, Hugh Grant was like the man at the time. Like yeah, he had it. done all of those like that rom-com run. But I think also the A G the best is like they are still yeah. right. bona fide stars now. Twenty so years true. later, the three of them independently. Yeah, definitely, totally. um, yeah. which is amazing. And they all still look great. Can we just say that? Mm-hmm. Just no, crushing yeah, it. They do, definitely. Yeah, yeah, they love do. it. Uh, um, next one, Kate.
4: <laughs> this I guess Age the best. Uh, I just thought it was hilarious that uh Shirley Henderson, who plays her best friend Jude. She also plays Moaning Myrtle in the Harry Potter movies. And her introduction in this movie is uh, she spends most of her time in the ladies' bathroom crying over her fuckwit boyfriend. I was like, wait, that's Moaning Myrtle. She does do that. (laughs) Uh, So that aged well because maybe she was typecast based on this movie for Mm. Harry Potter. Like, who knows? (laughs) Um, We we hadn't said that yet, but yeah. yeah, Her voice is so funny to me. I'm like, I can never watch you in anything else and not hear Moaning Myrtle. Uh, I'm yeah, sorry. True. I know you're a legit actress who does other things,
0: but that's how I feel. Agreed. Uh, the last two things that age the best is really uh, personal to me, so I hope not many people have made it this far in the pod, but um, one, uh, Bridget Jones's depression show is Fraser, which is shown in like the first scene of the movie, <laughs> and I'm going to say same, 20 years later as another are a Fraser fan, really? Who knew? Yeah, I, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, great. and then the second thing that I think is age best is adult women who keep diaries because <laughs> once again, me too, 20 nice. years later. Uh, so those are two facts that I could not put in the outline. I love it. I love, I love
4: your diary representation. On it's podcast. so
0: great. <laughs> Truly. Really I wish I had
4: that. Um, I know conviction amelia do you do the thing where like you'll buy a journal and you'll be like now is the time like i'm gonna start doing this and then it sits empty you write on one page and it sits empty forever one page or like i will do the thing where it's like i'm gonna do a bullet journal and like really change
1: around my life
0: yeah Yeah. Yeah. i never got into those anti-bullet
4: journal like a diary purist
0: (laughs) (laughs) why but, guys, I'm so sorry. This might, but so many, there are a lot of handmade, you know, you have to fizz, you know, yourself make the months and all mm-hmm. that, and all the design. I think some of them are quite ugly. So I think that's oh, wow. what prevents me from bullet journaling. Just freehand. Can I ask you about your
4: diary keeping practices? Not like, like, every, is it an everyday thing?
0: <laughs> no, it's not. Okay, it like not every navigate. couple days? <laughs> I just don't how know how dare you? A diary you put a in a spot age. like this. This lives publicly on the outside. You literally net. put um, this on the outline. Uh, uh, it's not every couple days It's like when something happens When okay. I feel something Which is actually quite often So <laughs> it's a good way to get it out Okay Great. Anyway, good for you. Good for you Let's do MVP <laughs> Alright uh, Who's your pick, Kate?
4: I love Jim Broadbent I think every mm-hmm. movie we've ever done On Cringe Mode that he's in Which is actually like several I think he's also in Moulin Rouge um, And I think others oh, Yeah uh, He's just my automatic MVP I just love him I think he is so warm and kind uh, and great and he plays her dad in this movie he gets cheated on by her mom mm. um, and like you know just goes through it and it's just like a warm calming influence one of the few men in this movie who are just like not an asshole and I just love mm-hmm. him he's just my automatic MVP anytime he shows up on screen great actor great pick. guy totally really he's, good pick
1: He's he has that face It's just like, yeah oh. yeah, love yeah. You. yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Amelia what about you I would say my MVP would be the Hugh Grant-Colin Firth fight to It's Raining Men. Just It's a perfect Absolutely.
0: scene. So yep.
4: good job. Um, I think if
0: we don't do the most rewatchable scene, but if we did, I think this would take the yes. cake. I think this is a real clear winner sometimes. And like we their friends on
4: the side, like talking about who they should be rooting for is oh, really funny. Yeah. Yeah. It's so good. Really good.
0: Uh, my MVP is either Renee Zellweger's cheeky smile because Aww. I love her so much or... Colin Firth's broken sentences when he's confessing his love to someone and I was like where have I heard this before and it's in Love Actually when he's speaking to Aurelia and he's like trying to speak Portuguese oh. he's like I love the way and he does it to Bridget too he's like when you know when and I'm like just get it get, get it, it out, out Colin. but that's his thing and it does work it so does Mama Mia like, we see this in Mama Mia
4: too and like he just is like an oh a charmingly God. awkward guy uh, that's oh, like that's his ability. you're right you there's know? a lot of broken sentences out of him <laughs> he just is, he's deal. just an awkward
1: guy it's <laughs> yeah. great and didn't he win his Oscar for, for like a guy speech? with a
4: speech impediment yeah, yeah. yeah. great casting. Wow.
0: people wow. rat wow. on the King's
4: Speech I'm sorry good
0: movie it's good okay. we're going on a lot of <laughs> tangents this episode you can tell it's like closing out on the end of the <laughs> yeah. year yeah. kind of scatterbrained um, alright <laughs> let's do lightning round uh, who is the best Harry Potter actor cameo you got Moaning Myrtle Madame Pomfrey and Slughorn. Wait, if who is Harry- Madame Pomfrey? Where was she in this movie? That's her
4: mom. Uh, it's not her. It's, it's, um... It's not. It's Mona. It's Myrtle. It is. Because of the voice. I mean, Absolutely. So, yeah. I yeah. can't believe
0: there's three Harry Potter people in this movie. Throw a stone in yeah. a
4: British movie. And there's three true. Harry Potter actors in it. Come on.
0: Is Slughorn the dad? Yeah. Broadbent. All right. All right. All right. Damn. All right. <laughs> Next one. Um, Best slash most British name, Amelia. Um perpetua is just it's a great name (laughs) perpetua who i mean
1: what (laughs) perpetua
0: okay sure she had a british accent i'm not gonna try to do it (laughs) but it really hits
4: yeah that's so this is a great question amelia i know i believe you wrote this one
0: (laughs) thank you um
4: i also perpetua is the right answer however i want to give a shout out to una her aunt Mm. uh and then there's also a shaza who i believe (laughs) is one of her friends So that's That's funny. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Also, and I know this is from like the book, but I want to give a shout out to Mark Darcy um, Mm. because that especially also in a British accent is prime rom-com man. I
4: I agree. And I think that it only works in a British accent because like Mm. Mark, like Mark is like not a good, not a good like American, like romance name, but like Mock. Like that's much Ma- better, oh, no. you know, sure, but yes. it doesn't work like, that's as, like true. it's like Mark. It's like, well, it's not sexy, that's uh, true. but it does work with the British accent. Oh, that's
0: funny. Um, What is the most relatable moment, Kate? Uh, her total lack of
4: commitment to her New Year's resolutions. She mm. writes them down in her diary. She's like, stop smoking, stop drinking, stop going after terrible men. And like literally five minutes later, she's doing all of those things. And it's like, yeah. you know what? I also, uh, you know, go through something every year where I'm like, this is how I'm going to improve my life.
2: Mm-hmm. And
4: it lasts for like a day, uh, mm-hmm. and it just never happens. It's like, you know what? Yeah, I, me too, Bridget, me too.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, my most relatable moment is spending all major holidays either alone or with your parents going to sleep early, <laughs> um, because she yep. does a lot of that, and so do she I. Does. Yes, yes, same, Amelia. What's your pick? Uh, I would say sitting around in pajamas, you
1: know,
4: been doing that a lot these past couple yeah. of years. So I do. agree. <laughs> yeah. She's never wearing real clothes at home, which is great. It's like a yeah, really realistic. Yeah. She's like either doesn't have pants on or like <laughs> yeah. she's never like on the couch in jeans, you know,
0: Her like depression that. outfits are much more realistic than yes. some movies. Yeah. Thinking,
4: yeah. Yeah. And like not sexy either. Like she's not like in something, you know, short pajamas yeah. on the couch. She like. Is like firmly comfortable, which is so accurate. It's true, yeah. yeah.
0: Um, okay, let's move on. Let's do tea times. Unanswerable questions. Uh, Amelia, let's hit you first. Yes, I want to know if you would pay. And I said eight hundred dollars, but apparently it was
1: actually eight hundred and twenty-five dollars for the Chanel Advent Calendar. I don't know if you guys saw this, <laughs> <Yes>. but <laughs> it was it's it got uh well it went really viral um because on December third. Elise Harmon posted on TikTok of her unboxing the Chanel advent calendar. And according to the New York times, because I read the New York times for this, um, mm, for you. yes. Yeah. They, even they talked about it. Uh, this was a special holiday initiative to celebrate a hundred years of the fragrance Chanel number no. five. And, um, it starts out good. Cause this woman, she's like, Oh, the packaging is great. And it, it's really cool. It's like just a giant, uh, bottle of Chanel number five. It's like white and it just looks like that. Um and but then it goes downhill pretty quickly because she's like, it starts on the fifth, which is like pretty lame. You know, if you're gonna charge $825, right. Mm -hmm. You gotta give all the days. I don't even care if it's just, you know, Chanel number five because it's like, well, okay, if it's that, then go to the fifth of January because that's just not fair. Yeah.
4: You gotta do all 25 days.
1: (sighs) You really do. So it starts out good, right. And then it's bad because she keeps she opens these little boxes. And the first one she opens is literally a pack of stickers. It's like a pack of little dumb Chanel stickers. They're not even cute. They're like white stickers with like Chanel written on them. Mm, tough. Um, she also unwraps a dust bag with nothing in it. This might be the worst one. It's pretty bad. The dust bag.
0: The empty (laughs)
1: dust bag. An empty dust bag with literally nothing. I'm sure you could actually go to like Nordstrom and ask for a dust bag and they might give it to you for free. Yeah. Um, There's a flip book, which is pretty bad too. Uh, There's a wax seal string bracelet that people actually found for sale on eBay as like a promotional purchase thing. But this thing is, it's literally like, it's not even wax actually. I think it's like plastic with like... Chanel on it and then it's like a string Um, and that like uh, there's like a money clip that doesn't look that cute that probably is worth five dollars there's just like a bunch of really lame things that it looks like Chanel has just cleaned out their warehouse and they're just like well we have nothing else to do so honestly resourceful but at the same time you're (laughs) scamming people Um, she did mention that there there were a couple good items there was like a, a Chanel hand cream uh, there sure. was a couple I mean, I of, guess. yeah, I know <laughs> Chanel beauty, mini lipsticks, but even it was mini, not even the full right, size. And right, there was right. only one full size nail polish. But anyway, it was $825 for all of this. Oh
4: my God. That's insane. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I feel like any advent calendar, you should be getting more. You should. Than exactly. Your worth. Yes. Like, I need to know. It needs to be like those Sephora gift sets where it's like, this is a $90 value and you're getting it for $65. Like I need to know how much all these individual things cost and then I need you to give them to me for less. Exactly. That's what every advent calendar should be.
1: That's that's the entire reason why people buy that's these the advent calendars yeah, is right. to get like little cute deals, you know? And yeah. people are pissed they've been flooding Chanel's Instagram with comments. She said that she was blocked by Chanel, but Chanel was like, No, we didn't do that. So who knows what the truth is. <laughs> but don't feel that bad for her because she did go viral and now she has a bunch of TikTok followers. Right. So, but I mean, right. feel bad for right. her, but don't feel that bad. Also, I'm like sure if you she'll... buy an eight
4: hundred and twenty five dollar advent calendar, like I don't know what to tell you. You're living
0: a different life than I, me. Exactly. Oh that's exactly. crazy truly I guess truly. I would be pissed too though I mean I oh, can't imagine you got a dust over. bag oh my god if you
1: got a like yeah. one dust bag yeah. with nothing in it that's
0: that the is string it's pretty bad
1: yeah the
0: string bracelets I
1: just that's, terrible. <laughs> that's pretty bad too there were, and I think there was like she got like a magnet and another one was like because these videos are really funny you should actually look them up um uh <laughs> there's like one of those like little pocket mirrors that literally cost maybe oh, 25 oh cents God. to make <laughs> oh and it's, and they don't even, the mirror doesn't even work that well. It's just like yeah. a quote unquote mirror, but you right. can't even see your face in it.
0: Terrible. It's terrible. Like, bad. It's bad. bad. Like you said, Sephora actually does do a pretty good job not to give yeah. free promo to Sephora, but their <laughs> holiday little bundles and not sets. Bad. Not bad. Yeah, pretty good. It's not bad. Buy that instead of Chanel's. Yeah. yeah Thanks. Yes. So.
4: Get your monies yeah. for it. Yeah. Um, Okay. So I'm not going to name this celebrity because one, you definitely don't know who he is. And two, like, I don't want to call him out. This is just like a general question. Should a celebrity be allowed? Wait, can you tell me? I'll tell you. I Genuinely, like, I don't want people to, like, look up the tweet and, like, make fun of him. You for sure don't know who he is. Um, But should a celebrity be allowed to prompt their fans for thirst tweets for a BuzzFeed video or does that's, that go against the entire point of the series? That's so So what cringy. happened is I was oh. scrolling, randomly scrolling Twitter and I oh saw this God. tweet where someone was like, I'm going back to like do a second BuzzFeed thirst video. Like thread your submissions here. And I was like, that's completely goes against the point. Like Can you I can't ask the not prompt question? thirst tweets. They have to be organic. You exactly. have to come from like a deep embarrassing place where someone thinks they'll never be seen. And then they need to be mined from like the blackest holes of the internet <laughs> and used for content. Like you can't prompt thirst tweets, right? right? So
0: a thirst tweet gets sent and posted. And then BuzzFeed invites a celebrity to what happens in the BuzzFeed video? They read them. Oh, so they like
4: search. So like BuzzFeed will like search a celebrity's <laughs> name on Twitter with like certain words. I'm sure this is how they do it with like certain like sexual words and try to find these like old like tweets that like no one ever engaged with. No one ever saw that are like super thirsty and embarrassing and being like, you know, so-and-so like run me over with whatever, but like way worse. (laughs) And then they, and then they print them out and they, I think usually they cover the name, but I'm not sure if they do. And then they have the celebrity read them on camera and like reply and react to them. So there's the whole point is like something that you never thought someone would see or, yeah. like, just, like, something embarrassing that you've sent a celebrity online on Twitter or said about them, and then they see it, and they're like, oh, my God, I can't believe someone said this to me. Whereas, like, yeah. if you're asking someone to reply to your tweet with, like, a thirst tweet that then you're going to read in this video, like, that, to me, goes against the entire Agreed. concept
0: and principle of the Agreed. series. Right? <gasps> totally. Yeah, also, it feels like you wouldn't even garner the best responses. Because you are right. The thirst tweets, from my understanding, is, like, you right. send it into the void not thinking that they're going to see. Totally. But to be, like— Tom Holland curb stop me blah and blah it's blah gonna be, it's like gonna to be, him right
4: and actually they're going to be really bad and maybe worse than like someone would initially do because mm-hmm. they're like I want mine to be picked so, like what's the funniest thing that I can say that BuzzFeed totally see right. and totally for this it's video like
1: you're saying like, it's unorganic it just, is like yeah. it's
4: sh- it's just That's seems, so lame it seems so wrong to me it's just, al- yeah also the person it. begging for them is embarrassing that I was That's like embarrassing I, I'm like they should just be able to find more like you know right. You should maybe you're not that hot, dude. Right. It shouldn't be like, a a, a a, what is it? A uh, unrenewable resource of thirst tweets. (laughs) Like you should have an everlasting font of thirst tweets for your, or you shouldn't be allowed to do two. So that to me, it was was just wrong. I, I saw it and I was like, I can't stand for this. Um, I love uh, this
0: subtle shading. I can't wait to dig around and go log back it, don't on Twitter.com like, I
4: just okay. didn't want to call him out, but it for sure is like not someone you know,
0: which is probably why. Really? It's not
4: someone? It's not. You really no, think it's
0: what so. I said. No, you won't. Oh. No. We'll look it up later, Amelia. We'll try. Okay, okay, okay. okay, lastly, oh wrap this up. I have one question in our everlasting quest to find a cuter <laughs> new it animal of 2022 because let me tell you, it's not raccoons. Like Kate Damn. said, <laughs> um, because oh. I was Late last night, scrolling, trying to fill out this beautiful outline. And beautiful. people wrote an article that said, Woman 70 attacked by raccoon while hanging Christmas lights and puts it in the headlock. Which is an <laughs> immediate oh my click God. out of me. Of course. Um, <laughs> couldn't just scroll past that news. Never. So essentially, <laughs> the title kind of describes it. Woman 70 Hanging Christmas lights from her house, sees a raccoon from 10 feet away. Raccoon pounces, attacks this poor woman. Woman in this raccoon scrapping. Eventually, it's raining men, plays in the background. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, Puts the raccoon in a headlock, which I just have got to know more about that image. Yeah. Okay, this is one quote I wanted to call out. It gets dark and then we'll bring it back and (laughs) end on a cheery note. But this woman said, after somehow tumbling to the ground, I got him in a headlock and wouldn't let go. As he was biting me, I could hear bones breaking in his neck. See
4: that? I thought we <gasps> weren't going to go there, Liz. It's too dark. I know. Sorry.
0: Sorry. But the rat okay. fine yeah. and
4: woman is fine. I feel like that was an overstatement of her uh, arm strength. I don't know if that's true. I feel like Agreed. that's just something oh, she may have said. Oh my
0: God. Also, I have questions about people's sourcing for this, because this Facebook post has only 134 likes and 44 shares. How did they I find have it? no idea how they found this woman and her story. She posts many. Fo- I'm looking at this Facebook post now. It's a little gory, but she's fine. It's just like scratches and cuts on her arm. Yeah, so she's all right. She's gotten shots for what? rabies and all that. Is the raccoon alive? or Yeah, no. the raccoon was seen walking away. Oh, okay. From yeah. the tussle. It lives again. So the it's point so- of it, <laughs> is, Jesus.
4: Uh, First of all, she also said like, I won't go outside again into my yard without protection, which I'm like, what does that mean? Like, what kind right. of protection are you bringing for like rabid raccoons? Right. Like, what is one? What That's do you think valid. she means? Like a baseball bat? Oh, like, shit. Like, what do you
0: think? What were you thinking? Like a taser? Like, oh, what are you I was thinking? Oh, my God. I was thinking like protective wear. Like, oh, okay, you know.
3: Industrial like
0: type of coat, pants, Ooh, armor. Pants. Oh. <laughs> but a bat is so dark. Oh my god. <laughs> I mean also, she seems
4: like she seems motivated now. She's got like something to prove. That's true. That's true. I,
0: so anyway, we're looking for new animals because yeah. it's so certainly my suggestion not last week. We
4: said puppies are out. Uh kittens are maybe, but like we were trying to find a new cutesy animal. Oh and my so this is just to prove that my raccoon suggestion is not viable.
0: Damn. I mean, like, did, I'm gonna guess no but did anyone have any suggestions in the DMs <laughs> oh <laughs> probably, no, not. No, probably not no not yet so more we need
4: some tough people one. I still think bunnies could do it okay. what about like chinchillas sure. did I already say that last week
2: uh, I don't think I don't so I know I'm not even Too confident I what- also I think they're
4: quite shy I don't know if celebrities uh, could like cuddle a chinchilla in an interview and like hmm. be successful
1: oh, they're, be cute. Kind of, they they're cute they are cute they're fluffy they oh, are right.
4: they're very soft. Listen, so. I'm the only one bringing suggestions. Liz, you This is true. I can't providing <laughs> okay, What about okay, what about like little baby
1: farm animals? Like little baby lamb um, or like a oh, little that's baby. a great idea yeah. Although did
4: you guys see that A24 movie Lamb Where like they raise no. a child Oh like, we well yeah like I saw
0: lamb. the <laughs> 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 That's scary Let's talk about this off mic <laughs> Okay Anyway oh, Thank Lord. you guys for listening Our DMs are open <laughs> And we will be back next week Thank you for listening Thank you Kaya Our producer I'm Miss yes. Kelly I'm Kate Allowell. And I'm Amelia Wattemeyer